BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have so clearly conveyed to President Putin that any use of nuclear weapons will have severe consequences for uh, Russia. Uh, it will, it will, of course, totally change the nature of uh, the conflict. It's not clear what NATO or the U.S. response would be if Russia used a nuclear tactical weapon on the battlefield in Ukraine. What do you think it should be? Well, I think the message to him is if you use a nuclear weapon, it's a suicide weapon. And and the response from NATO and the United States doesn't have to be nuclear. So that first voice was the guy who runs, um, what, Jen Stoltenberg. NATO? Is that oh, yeah. He's? Yeah, he's the... Uh, he's the NATO. Right. And, yeah. and then that was General McMaster after that. The question being asked to a whole bunch of people over the last week or so, do you think he'll use nukes and what if he does? Too horrible to contemplate, yet we must. So let's contemplate it with Dr. Jeff McCausland, CBS News military consultant, founder and CEO of Diamond Six Leadership and Strategy, LLC. Uh, Dr. McCausland, also a senior fellow at the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership at the Naval Academy. Uh, Jeff, always a pleasure. How are you, sir? Doing well. Great to be with you guys. So it is practically uncontemplatable, and yet we must, the idea that, say, let's start with uh, Vladimir Putin conducts a quote-unquote nuclear test and blows up something under the ocean on up through levels, Kiev. How, what sort of reaction could we expect to see? Well, if he made an attack on um, Ukraine, I think the responses could be pretty broad. 
albeit it's not going to be totally laid out in advance because one of the things that you want to enhance deterrence is a certain amount of ambiguity. Now, but he will have to calculate how the West would respond. What could the West do? Well, the first thing, if you would like a no-fly zone over Ukraine with NATO airplanes flying over Ukraine, I can't think of a faster way to get there than to pop a nuke on Ukrainian territory. If you'd like to see NATO forces on Ukrainian territory, at least providing direct logistical and training support, something they've requested, again, a quick way to get there. If you'd like to see a lot of NATO ships in the Black Sea facilitating the export of grain out of Ukraine to countries around the world, you might get there. And obviously, in addition to that, Mr. Putin would have to calculate what would be the response elsewhere. His support around the world is dwindling as this war goes on. Even the Chinese, I think, are providing at best sort of tacit support. There's been no evidence of clear, direct Chinese support, except they buy a lot of oil at heavily discounted prices. So if you want to become the next, as Tom Friedman said, next North Korea and totally isolate yourself internationally, that's the way to go. And then last but not least, Mr. Putin might want to calculate that the use of a nuclear weapon on Ukrainian territory, the winds blow from west to east in that part of Europe most generally. So any kind of a radioactive fallout would not only damage Ukraine, of course, and kill thousands of innocent civilians, be a criminal act, but a lot of that radioactivity could very clearly end up uh, on Russian territory and on Russian forces. Well, General Petraeus yesterday on ABC This Week indicated that if, if he uses a tactical nuke, and he didn't specify of what level, but if Putin uses a tactical nuke, we would wipe out everything on land and see that we could identify. Do you think we would go that far? And if we did, how long would that take? Well, it depends, of course, on what kind of weapon and where it's done. I mean, you have to calibrate response to some degree like that. But clearly, you know, Dave's not off the mark. That would be one of the calculations. But I come back to what's happened, and that is the Biden administration privately has made it pretty clear, so they've claimed, to the Russians, that the response would be pretty overwhelming. They're never going to lay it out very clearly. This is exactly what we're going to do, uh, because to do so undermines your deterrence. Some have suggested, for example, that the Russians might do a demonstration strike. They might drop one over the Arctic, or they might drop one over the Black Sea to show how really angry they are. I kind of doubt that's going to happen. When you come, I come back to Russian military doctrine, which I've studied a lot. Russians say in their military doctrine, we use a tactical nuclear weapon an effort to break up, you know, a static line of defense for our adversary and then use that to do a rapid armor advance. They don't have the forces left to do that. And and bringing in untrained recruits like they're doing right now is hardly going to enhance that effort. Furthermore, the Russian army in that particular region is in pretty sad shape right now. As a consequence, I don't think they're sophisticated enough to protect themselves, resupply themselves with the necessary protective equipment, water, etc., protect yourself in close proximity to a nuclear attack, they, w- they would do a, a great deal of good. So, as a student, students of, of real politic, and uh, I have an enthusiasm for studying negotiation, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how Ukraine and NATO achieve their goals while giving Putin an off-ramp, as they say, that doesn't include the use of nuclear weapons and, and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's a tough needle to thread right now, given, Putin, given Putin's disastrous uh, moves of late. What do you picture as an end to this? Yeah, and, and you're exactly right, oh, by the way. Well, I think the use of a nuclear weapon for a second longer is low probability. It's certainly not zero, for sure. And the problem you get into is, 
at what point does Mr. Putin say that, you know, backing off is such a personal or national humiliating catastrophe that I'm willing to, you know, roll the cosmic roll of the dice with a nuclear weapon, which might yield some degree of success? How blocked in are you? Oh, by the way, this is something John Kennedy worried about almost exactly 60 years ago when we were going through the Cuban Missile Crisis. The Ukrainians, in their response to the announcement by the Russians that they have annexed this territory, and oh, by the way, Mr. Putin is taking up his offerings because what he said in his speech on the 30th was not only is these provinces now Russian territory, even though they don't, oh, by the way, control the territory of those provinces, but that is permanent. He called on the Ukrainians to go to a ceasefire and come to the negotiations, but indicated that would be with them accepting the permanence of that territory being transferred to Ukraine. Well, there's no way in hell, quite frankly, the Ukrainians are going to do that. And the Ukrainian response, again, making this even more difficult, was to say they hardly saw any possibility of negotiating as long as Putin was still in charge in Russia. So Jeff McCausland, the- CBS News military consultant on the line. Go ahead, Jack. There are some headlines that have just come out. Um, they're not from your best media sources, but that a Russian nuclear train military has been seen on the move. We'll see if that turns out to be verified or not, because that's one of the things I heard Secretary Lloyd Austin and others talking about. We've seen no uh, indication of them moving around the forces or whatever that would lead us to believe they're going to use nukes. But away from that topic, Senator Marco Rubio yesterday said he's more concerned about a a uh, conventional sort of strike on a NATO country. Like, are we prepared for a response if Russia attacks a train station in Poland that is, you know, where a lot of the supplies are leaving from or that sort of thing? Uh, how how do we respond to that? Because it's not, you know, it's not the clear red line of, of, of nukes that the world might, um, you know, rally around. Uh, do, we, do we attack the same way or what happens then? Yeah, well, of course, that would invoke Article 5, which is an attack on one country as an attack on all, and Putin fully understands that. But, but, I mean, there's a variety of ways that he can still escalate, and we've seen that played out over the last week or so as well. I mean, I happen to believe, though I can't absolutely prove it, that the attack on this uh, pipeline sure. uh, in the Baltic Sea was done by the Russians. I mean, I can't figure who else would do it. It was a sophisticated attack requiring submersible drones or divers. I don't think Al-Qaeda's got submersible drones in the Baltic right now. So I think that that was clearly the Russians, but it's an effort for them to further intimidate the Europeans over energy. Oh, by the way, they did it only a day or so after a new pipeline was opened between Norway and Poland, suggesting once again the Europeans it could be a cold winter if you don't force the Ukrainians to, in fact, come to the negotiating table. They could do the attack like Rubio suggested. They could do a large-scale cyber attack. It could cause problems elsewhere, for example, in the Balkans or with Moldova. There's a variety of other things that Putin can do, and he has in his toolbox to escalate. And I trust that NATO leaders, Washington included, are examining each one of those and trying to think through what would be our response and calibrating that based on what the Russians actually do. So my final question is, I I was just reading that some of the uh, Kremlin-approved channels in Russia are actually stating that NATO troops are on the ground in Ukraine fighting actively. We are already at war with NATO. Uh, Is that sort of thing going to work? Well, it's all part of Russian propaganda. And Mr. Putin's speech announced in the annexation, he really described this more and more as a conflict between the West and Russia even described the United States and the West as satanic. Are you ready for that? Uh, And suggested 
that, in fact, it was the goal of Washington and NATO to destroy Russia. But this is for domestic consumption back home. Don't forget, more young Russians have fled the country since he announced this 300-man mobilization than probably have fought in the Ukraine since this war began. So he's got to pay attention to domestic consumption and painting this as a threat by the West, a threat to the existence, rally to the motherland, all those kind of things. It's a traditional thing the Russians have done, and Putin has done it a couple of times during this crisis, to get the people behind this particular effort. Dr. Jeff McCausland, CBS News military consultant. Jeff, uh, thanks as always. Really enjoyed it. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you go with that stuff, uh, thinking uh, if I rally 10% of the populace with this crap, I'll rally 10% of the populace. It's better than none. Uh, but yeah, the the fleeing of the hundreds of thousands speaks, I think, more loudly to the domestic scene, because you can uh, subject people to all the propaganda you want, but if every young man in town has fled for the hills, I think the word gets around, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it- Putin, Putin, it's over. He has lost, as General Petraeus has said. He has lost. It's just how 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 are you going to handle the losing? And I don't know. I mean, I what are the parallels in world history for this sort of thing with a major country with a major, if not conventional military anymore? You know, arsenal of weapons. It's just. It's at what point do you say uncle? Does he say uncle? It's just hard to imagine how this how, picturing how this ends. Right. Yeah, that's what I was driving at with Jeff. I'm trying to picture what gives Putin incentive enough to end this before it turns, uh, you know, I was going to say truly ugly as if it isn't ugly enough. But you know what I mean? Globally, horrifically, cataclysmically ugly. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Oh, boy, it's crazy. Yeah. And he referenced Tom Friedman had an article in The New York Times saying Russia is becoming a bigger, more powerful North Korea. It's becoming that isolated, that 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 much of an outlier on the world stage. It's practically there. Well, Fathead there in North Korea and his elite still live pretty good lives. And have for a long time. So, you know, we're going to make you the next North Korea. Putin picks up the phone, calls Fathead. Kim Jong-un says, hey, how you doing up there? What you, uh, describe your uh, your typical day for me. Well, I get up, I sip some brandy, my uh, prostitutes service me, I get a massage, I go play a round of golf, sip some more brandy, have some lobster tail, etc. You know what? Putin doesn't care. Maybe. Maybe. I'm still looking for a news alert at some point where you see that Putin has fallen out of a window or been hit by a car or arrested, which is the way coups usually go. You know, uh, great email on that topic I could hit you with. We need to take a break now. And a bunch of other stuff to talk about. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The guy, this is real, the guy who almost caught the ball was a Toronto Blue Jays fan named, and this is real, Frankie Lasagna. (laughs) Which is either the best name I've ever heard or the worst alias in the history of the mob. Hey, I'm Frankie Lasagna. These are my associates, Mikey Pizza, Sal Calzone, and his cousin, Bobby Unlimited Breadsticks. (laughs) Frankie Lasagna sounds like a name you get from the Olive Garden Witness Protection Program. Frankie Lasagna sounds like the name Robert De Niro checks into hotels to avoid paparazzi. Like, hey, 
Frank Lasagna sounds like the name of Trump's next lawyer. It's like, <laughs> Frank Lasagna is the greatest. <laughs> Olive Garden Witness Protection Program. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so, um, getting back to the question of uh, Putin being removed from power, will the oligarchs rise up, etc.? We discussed this last week. Uh, during, I was trying to imagine how it might unfold, and I think I branded the segment of a segment from the fertile mind of Joe Getty. Because <laughs> I was just imagining scenarios. And we got this note from <coughs> Mike in the OC. Um, uh, guys, normally I agree with most of Joe's takes, but his fertile mind Russian oligarch segment was completely off base, despite the awesome intro music. I don't even remember specifically what I said, but... I say a lot of stuff. Uh, the oligarchs that opposed Putin have already been dealt with in very noticeable ways. A few have accidentally fallen from great heights. Oh, mm-hmm. some have gone the Epstein route, mm-hmm. committed suicide. Uh, they shot themselves here, here, and here. Uh, one went down a flight of stairs. Uh, one got a set of cement shoes. A board member of Luke Oil, one of the uh, Kremlin tied oil companies, even died of toad venom during a shamanic ritual. By my count, it's 16 this year. No self-respecting dictator waits until times get tough to get to rid himself of threats to his power. Joe, you fell victim to one of the classic blunders in uh, assessing the Russian internal power struggles effect on the Ukrainian war. You forgot the ubiquitous schoolyard diplomatic query. Oh, yeah? You and what army? Yeah. Even if the remaining oligarchs didn't get the hint of what will happen to them, they don't have their own private FSB or armored battalion to change Putin's mind. So no one is making Putin an offer he can't refuse. They're just asking how high to jump. Sorry, but this dreadful war will just drag on. Keep up the good work. Still waiting for my oven mitts. Well, that's why most coups come from the military, because they do, you and what army, they are the army. And you got to wonder if Shoigu or whoever that decides, we're not going to let you destroy the entire military and the entire country. And at some point, they just arrest him. Well, what's really interesting, and to that point, is that the uh, the failures and humiliations on the battlefield have been blamed by the Kremlin and their uh, their mouthpieces. Uh, right-wing bloggers, commentators, uh, their the weekly news show, whatever. It's all being blamed on the military, the military being ineffective, doing their jobs poorly. And at some point, the military commanders are going to think, yeah, we got the guns and might do something about it. So, yeah, the the situation where the military might stage a coup is growing. It's It's getting more fertile. I have no idea whether it could happen or not. I'm not an expert on Russian internal affairs, but they're certainly heading in that direction. Just saw this. Worst air passenger ever clips his toenails in video posted by horrified TikTok user. And it's a video of a guy who is doing that, clipping his toenails. And it doesn't look like he's just trying to become a a YouTube star or something. It looks like one of those people that's just... You're just, you're just so different than me. I wish I was less self-conscious, but some people are not self-conscious at all about how loud their phone conversation is or or taking off their socks and shoes and clipping their toenails in front of you or whatever. Wow. Wow, that's not normal. Supreme Court taking up another session of cases. We can tell you about some of them, and their approval rating is not good. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information, so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, I, I mean, let me just say right off the top, though, I mean, buckle your seatbelts, because as contentious as last term was, I think this term has the potential to be equally divisive. You're going to have issues on affirmative action, voting rights, uh, LGBTQ uh, discrimination, environmental cases, all of these cases, and they're starting right away on Tuesday with a major voting rights case from Alabama. Um, that's Jan Crawford. She's the legal analyst for uh, CBS, Face the Nation, and uh, talking about what a big season it's going to be for the Supreme Court, including this here case. 
uh, challengers are saying that Alabama is diluting the power of black voters because they're packing most of the state's black voters into one legislative district. They say there should be two. Uh, Alabama is saying, uh, well, we shouldn't even be considering race in drawing these legislative districts. Uh, that would violate the Constitution. If the court agrees with that, that would be a major rethinking of the Voting Rights Act. So this is a big case uh, with significant implications well beyond the state of Alabama. And so the real story, I think, of the Supreme Court season is the approval ratings for the Supreme Court are at historic lows. Uh, Just 47% of Americans say they have at least a fair amount of trust in the judicial branch. Let me guess. It's the half of America that leans right that agrees with the court now that it leans right. And the half of the country that leans left no longer believes the court is legitimate. Uh, Representing a 20 percentage point drop from two years ago, uh, seven points just since last year. So that's where we are, like we are on everything else. You're you're either on this side or that side. And the the court is currently constituted that it leans right. So the half of the country that leans right thinks the court's okay. You know, uh, first, let's concede that a lot of uh, issue polling is stupid. Uh, secondly, I don't know what number exactly to give. Is it 5%, 10%, 20%? What bonus do you give to the conservative point of view when you realize virtually the entire media, academia, and and, and our cultural uh, leaders, quote-unquote, in Hollywood, they're all lefties. So given that monopoly on information, if 40% of Americans say, you know, yay to the conservative side, um, what would that number be? I don't know. We read from a slate piece earlier talking about how law professors all across the country don't know what they should say to their students now that the Supreme Court has become just a political arm of the Republican Party. With the idea that like 90% of law professors are uh, super lefties and so... They're um, they're looking at it as this is an illegitimate court, and it's just a um, one of them. Even I think it was the professor from Berkeley, law professor from Berkeley, saying it's just a rubber stamp for the Republican Party. So what am I supposed to tell my law students? That was from Slate, a colleague of ours in talk radio, Eric Erickson, tweeting out about the New York Times article about the Supreme Court today. The New York Times is basically saying the Supreme Court is no longer legitimate because it no longer provides outcomes progressives expect, and instead provides outcomes the right expects. They are as transactional as Trump. Literally from the day I was born, squalling in a military hospital in Italy, to when my beard was more salt than pepper, the Supreme Court has been liberal. Now it's somewhat conservative. And now all of a sudden this is a tragic disaster that will end the republic. Excuse me, I'm sorry, you people are pathetic. You're ridiculous. You're right, but the problem is the last remaining institutions that America has any trust in, uh, one of the two, the Supreme Court, is now down with everything else where it's just... It's polarized. And uh, the only one I think we've got left is uh, law enforcement and military in this country. Well, and law enforcement's taken a huge hit in recent years. Right. And the military, uh, not so great either. Actually, I have the uh, recruitment numbers for both the Army and the Navy. Uh, not good. You know, I was going to frame it like this. Military power sends out the call-up and people flee. It's the United States! 
People aren't actually fleeing, but they're not uh, enlisting in the Army. Uh, Army fell 15,000 men short this year. 15,000. They got 45 there hoping for 60. That's a problem. Yep. It really is. Holy cow. Do they have a why? Uh, I don't know. People just not uh, enlisting. <laughs> why? It's, it's, why aren't people enlisting is the follow-up question. Well, it's hard to say because they never show up to be asked. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Army fell about 15,000 soldiers short, 25% of its recruitment goals this year. They confirmed Friday, despite a frantic effort to make up the widely expected gap in a year, when all the military services struggled in a tight jobs market to find young people willing and fit to enlist. So the tight job market is certainly a part of it. According to officials, the Marine Corps, which usually goes into each fiscal year with as much as 50% of its recruiting goal already locked in, has only a bit more than 30%. The Air Force and Navy will only have about 10% of their goals as they start the new fiscal year. Air Force usually has about 25%, and again, it's at 10%. Well, does it fit into this? I don't know if it does. So there's yet another poll out confirming... A problem we already knew about. Young adults in California experience alarming rates of anxiety and depression. Uh, More than three quarters of young adults, that'd be 18 to 24, the age of people that would join the military. More than three quarters reporting anxiety in the last year. More than half reporting depression. 31% experienced suicidal thinking. 16% self-harm. So those numbers are way higher than they've been in the past. Is a depressed, anxious population of young people less likely to join the military i would guess that you probably are well and and fat and physically unfit one of the points they make in this article from the military times is that they're having a hard time finding young people who are both mentally and physically uh prepared to even start basic training i know i know we have talked about this but i still feel like it gets under talked about under discussed I mean, if you're, well, you've got kids this age. Mm-hmm. To me, the answer is pretty obvious. What's the, the, the biggest difference between a 22-year-old now and me as a 22-year-old? I think by far the biggest difference is they have been staring at their phones since they were old enough to know what's up. And I wasn't. I mean, that's a complete, I mean, that is a radical change. Sure. In your yeah. interacting with the world. Radical. You well, spend, I would like to know is like in, in terms of numbers of minutes, how many fewer minutes you've spent looking somebody in the face as a 22-year-old today versus me. Right. It'd be right. thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. Yeah, or spent uh, talking to them or engaged in physical activity. There are all sorts of effects. Well, and you add to that that virtually every role model I had as a youngster told me what a great country this is. Whereas kids these days, many, many of their role models are telling them every day what an evil country it is. So. I, I guess it's just on my mind because I mentioned in the uh, One More Thing podcast that I saw this group of sorority girls crossing the street um, in the town I live in on a Friday night. And there's like 25 of them. And they're walking together from the sorority headed downtown and they're all staring at their phones. And I thought, you don't realize it, but this is like as good as it gets for interaction with other human beings. You're going to look back on this period of your life and long for another. You wish you could do it one more time. 
I mean, it's hardly anything more fun than hanging around with your peers without all the pressures of of of, of life on you right at that moment. And they're all staring at their phones. Well, in effect, they're taking a pass on that wonderful who, time. Who are you texting with that's not this group you're with? I mean, right. I, I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, it's something. Uh, so I'll tell you about the Nobel Prize for uh, Psychology or Medicine. Uh, coming up, it uh, relates to me directly. It's really moved me. Uh, but first, a word from our friends at HelloFresh. Last night, Judy and I had meatloaf a la mom with some nice spiced potatoes and green beans. HelloFresh. It was delicious. Oh, it had this sauce. The meatloaf had sauce on it. Oh, so good. You can treat yourself to gourmet meals and pick up cooking skills along the way with HelloFresh. They make it deliciously easy to prepare fresh, mouth-watering meals for your family. One night a week, three, four nights a week, whatever you like, customize it. If I get that same meal, do I have to pronounce it potatoes and roll my R's when I say green beans? It's up to you. Green beans, he says. Customize it for yourself. For some reason. Save a lot of money. HelloFresh is actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. How cool is that? And they also have great fall flavors, rotating selection of fall-inspired brunch kits, dessert boards, and more available for limited time of the season. Judy and I mostly concentrate on dinners, but do whatever you want. HelloFresh is actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Sign up today for 65% off plus free shipping with the code <laughs> ARMSTRONG65 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG65. That's HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG65. Yeah, it's Nobel Prize week, and so every day they'll be uh, unleashing the prizes. And I saw this. The Nobel Prize for Medicine went to the first doctor to come up with, don't do that. Then don't do that. <laughs> hey, Doc, it hurts when I do this. Well, then don't do that. Got the Nobel Prize. Yep. yep. This is it. Finally. Uh, Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine. I said psychology because I can't read. Uh, it's gone to Sweden's Svante Pabo for his work on human evolution, specifically he cracked and tracked the genetic code of my people, the Neanderthals. As when I got my genetic testing, it revealed that I, Joe Getty, am in the 99th percentile of people with Neanderthal DNA. Well, you couldn't tell it by the size of your head. I'm, I'm like two-thirds Neanderthal. I got a giant head, a, a somewhat prominent brow, a broad nose. I go ug, ug a lot, and I'm very hairy. Uh, so anyway, uh, he performed the sensational feat as well of discovering the previously unknown relative of the uh, the modern man, Homo sapiens, uh, Denisovans. His work helped explore our own evolutionary history and how humans spread around the planet. So I'm looking forward to reading as much as I can about that to better understand me and my people, who who were wiped out by the way by you humans. You want to talk about reparations, please. My entire race is gone. Just there's a few of us with some of the DNA walking around. So there's a Nobel Prize for what? Physics? Uh, literature? But the big one that they saved for last is the stupidest one, the oh, Peace yeah. Prize, which you'll announce on Friday. Right. And that one is always stupid. Oh, yeah. You can nominate anybody. It's Obama. always some lefty. That's right. That was one of the silliest ones ever. Even Barack Obama said, I don't know quite what to say about this. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. He got the Nobel Peace Prize. He'd been in office for like six weeks. He hadn't done anything. Why? Even after eight years as president, if you gave him the Nobel Peace Prize, it'd be why? Exactly. 
for droning all those uh, terrorists? I don't know. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. It All it is is a lefty foundation that gets the ear of the world and makes uh, announcements. Now, the stuff about physics and mathematics and economics is often political, but it's good stuff. I'm not against it. Just the Peace Prize is stupid. And it's not always stupid, but it's frequently stupid. Yeah, no, for I know for I know somebody who's a scientist who talks about if they solve this problem, they'll probably win the Nobel Prize. It's for it's for real for a lot of that stuff. It's just like sure. it's like solving a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how politically you can get with with some of that stuff. Most most of the time, laymen don't understand it at all. We don't have we barely understand what they're even talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobel Prize for philosophy went to damned if you do or damned if you don't. <laughs> Guy who came up with that. He's going to get together with the doctor that said, then don't do that, and they're right. going to have a party. Exactly. <laughs> More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It 
President Biden on Friday attended a formal ceremony welcoming Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, said Biden. And where's Justice Ginsburg? Ruth, come on up here. So, you know, the, what's interesting about that joke, that's hilarious, is the crowd reaction is they all know the backstory that makes that joke work. Right. Yeah. Good observation. Which I was Jackie, afraid. Where's Jackie? Is Jackie up here? Where's Jackie? Oh, Jackie passed, sir, and you publicly warned her. Where's Jackie? Yeah. She's with God, sir. She's here in spirit. Yeah. Underappreciated major moment in politics. Speaking, speaking of major moments in politics... There's a governor race going on down in Texas. Texas. Jeez. Texas. Texas. Where are you from, what, boy? Well, you know what happened? I there? get your word straight, Jack. This has been happening to me a lot lately. <laughs> I really should look into this, actually. I, I keep running out of steam at the end of sentences. Wow, so you just didn't have enough breath for the S? Yes. Doesn't take that much breath. The, yeah, this has been <sighs> happening to me a lot lately where I'll be talking and I just kind of. The last couple of words Are you all right? trail off because I don't have the air. Wow. I don't know if I'm not taking a big enough breath before I start my sentence or what. But So if Jack starts making references to California or Missouri. I just ran out of air. Illinois. That has been actually happening a lot in real life. Anyway. Really? Wow. Governor race in Texas. Greg Abbott running against Beto, and the, 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 the Beto has no shot. But anyway, they're going to have a debate, and for some reason, Willie Nelson's there for an event for Beto. Here's a little oh boy. Here's a little Willie Nelson. I'd like to do this song for our next governor. Roll me up and smoke me when I die. And if anyone don't like it, look out in the eye. There you go. I didn't come here, and I ain't leaving. You know, yeah, I guess Bateau has said marijuana will be legal in Texas when yeah. I'm elected. Uh, so that's why Willie's there, because Willie is, uh, like, beyond uh, a proponent of uh, marijuana. He sounds exactly the same as he did 40 years ago, Willie Nelson. He's almost 80. Good for him. I know. Um, oh, he's, he's almost 90, isn't he? Yeah, I think you're right. An age on Willie Nelson from someone, if we could. I believe he is almost 90. Good for Willie sounding that way. Mm. Maybe the pot keeps him relaxed. He's not stressed out like me. Right. He's high all the time. You think he's worried about Russia and Putin and taxes? Or he's obviously not worried about taxes. He never pays them. <laughs> and his Maybe words don't trail off. Maybe he should be slightly more worried about taxes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he can increase his worry about taxes a little. It'd be to his benefit. Um, uh, I kind of want the new Apple Watch, the new Ultra that we have mocked. I came across this meme or a thing on a Twitter the other day. I thought it was pretty funny. You have to, have, like, if you have a sport watch of any kind, the Apple Watch, it's got, like, your bicycling goals and walking goals you can set in there and everything like that. Yeah, my, my bicycling goal is don't fall off of it. <laughs> anyway, somebody said, I got the new Ultra today. Workouts have changed a bit. And has a picture, wrestling a bear, open goal. <laughs> 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 Haven't met your minutes for the day of wrestling a bear. <laughs> Other people mocking the how hardy this watch is, like anybody's ever going to actually do any of that stuff. Oh, boy. Speaking of health. I Willie gave... is 89, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Man, if you can stand up there and sing and play like that at 89, you're, you're, things are good for you. Our president can't. 
I was watching uh, way too much NFL football over the weekend. Pete Carroll of the uh, Seattle Seahawks, I believe he's 78 or something like that. He's sharp as a damn tack. Right. So it's not about age. It's about, you know, mental acuity. Um, speaking of health, I, I, I rarely do this. I gave myself internet cancer oh. last night. And uh, I, I mentioned that to a friend who had never heard that term before. It's if you Google some symptoms you're having and then convince yourself that you have cancer. Because Sooner or later, you will run into something telling you you have cancer. Yes. <laughs> right. And it's so weird. I know this. We mock this all the time. But I just started going a little further, a little further. And the next thing I knew, I was actually concerned. Gave myself Internet cancer. Oh, Going to go and get a blood test today, as a matter of fact. Well, it can't hurt. No, it can't hurt. I mean, if you're too winded to finish the word Texas, for instance. <laughs> right. But uh, that's a weird thing to do. Like, whatever your symptoms are, you know, you, a little back pain, uh, my, my uh, running out of air, what, whatever it is, Google that, and you will find a study in Sweden from 2018 <laughs> that shows you're clearly dying of some horrifying disease. Internet cancer. What state did you go to college in? Kansas. There you go. You but, got all the way through it. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Kansas. Uh, <laughs> has. <sighs> I'm just so tired. Hey, if you're too tired to listen to the next hour live or you don't get it on your station, grab it later via podcast. Hour four of Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com slash compatibility.